0: This year I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world and honestly you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired and I just wanted to feel better but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day.
1: I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine. And something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing.
0: I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order.
2: Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bachelor Happy Hour. I'm Joe.
1: And I'm Serena.
0: And we are so happy to be here. Today, we are going to be recapping the second episode of The Golden Bachelor, second episode of Bachelor in Paradise. And then later in the week, we have two guests, Nancy... And Hannah Brown, who stirred up a lot of shit in Paradise, which was great. I enjoyed it.
1: I enjoyed it too.
0: One thing I will say about that before we recap Golden the castmates, every time she asked something, Hannah, if they felt like they had the answer.
1: Oh my God, I know. <laughs> it's so funny like, when you watch these shows because you would think that there was a gun to their head being like, answer honestly. Or you're kicked yeah. off the beach, and it's like no one would know if you just like said like I'm good, thanks, or like lied. Yeah,
0: and then you saw you saw like the spark in Hannah's face, realizing like oh, they're really just going to answer everything I asked? <laughs> no, okay. Hannah was like,
1: this is going way better than yeah. I expected. Like I'm getting everything plus more.
0: Yeah, they were all just like, oh, I can't believe you asked me that. So now I got to answer. If okay. we
1: were to ever go back down and do a cameo in Paradise, which hopefully one day we will get the chance to. I would love to do the true circle the truth
0: circle. Yeah, that, that's that seems like a lot of fun.
1: And usually I hate the true circles because they're always like really emotional and you end up getting people's like deepest, darkest secrets and traumas from their childhood. But this one was fun. It was just like stirring up shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, great. OK, let's recap. Golden, shall we?
1: I'm so ready. Let's right. do it.
0: So first thing we see The women arrive in the mansion, which we don't really see that on the show anymore, I think, because they used to do it probably. But, like, this is the first time that golden women have ever stepped into the mansion and then are sleeping there, you know?
1: Yeah, I feel like we usually see, like, we're here, we're at the mansion, yay, like, kind of, like, just the arrival. But I feel like we got to see more of the mansion than what they usually show us in terms of like the bedrooms, the bathrooms. Yeah. And you've never stayed at the mansion and neither have I because you went home night one and my season was shot at Nemacolin. Yeah. So I was actually excited to see what the bedrooms looked like.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy that neither of us have seen the bedrooms in the bachelor I've mansion. never even
1: stepped foot in the bachelor mansion.
0: And, and we're hosting the official bachelor podcast. I know.
1: What makes us qualified to be here?
0: Yeah. Uh, but it is like it is. And one of the women like, yeah, like I'm 70 years old. I am set in my ways, mm-hmm. which I completely understand because I feel like I'm setting, I'm set in my bedroom ways already. You are. Like I, I, I don't like sharing a room with anyone besides you.
1: Yeah. Um, you don't like sharing a room with anyone besides me and you really don't like sharing a bathroom with anyone besides no, me.
0: No, I want my, I need my own bathroom. Yeah,
1: it's a big, big issue. <sighs> Not an issue, but like it's a big deal for you. Which yeah, is I, fair. You like your privacy and like your space. I like my own quarters. So I can't even imagine how these women felt being like, Who's And I actually thought about this. I was like, how are they going to do this bunk bed situation? Because yeah. I can imagine it's not easy for all of these women to climb up to a top bunk.
0: That's true. Too. I don't even
1: like climbing up to a top bunk.
0: I didn't even think about that. Wow. OK, well, we're but gonna,
1: it's we're, like what did someone call it? Someone called it big girl camp. Yeah, it's like big girl summer camp. That's what it feels like. It's one of those things. that's a shock to the system. When you get there, you're probably never going to fully love it. But they'll just kind of get used to it as yeah. it goes on.
0: So in walks uh, the camp counselor, Jesse himself. Um, in it's the first date card. I know it was, was a big deal.
1: Very exciting and very yeah. funny because Nancy, who is one of Joe's favorites, and we're very excited to talk to her more. In our interview Goes Oh What are you gonna do with that yeah. Oh you're not gonna read it Like she had no clue yeah. What was going on Which was very endearing
0: I love Nancy Nance That's my girl I think I got her I I think she's the winner But we'll see
1: I can't remember Who we picked as our top four
0: Nancy's in my top four I know I she sure. is
1: I can't remember If she's a mine or not
0: um, So then Teresa gets Teresa Gets the first date card Which was surprising
1: Was it surprising? I, who did you think it was going to be?
0: I didn't. Uh, I thought it was maybe going to be the, the blonde. What's who's the blonde woman?
1: There's a few of them. Yeah, Joan. Um, Joan. You thought it was me, Joan. I thought it was going to be Joan. Okay, I didn't know who it was going to be. I thought maybe Leslie, maybe Nancy, but Teresa totally made sense to me because they did share like a really cute special moment. On night one with the cupcake and the kiss. I
0: I just felt that Teresa, there was potential of her going home and not getting a rose that first night because she was like one of the last people to talk to Gary.
1: Yeah, but they like made out hard.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right.
1: And Uh, I feel like he seems to like women with kind of a softer, very sweet, sensitive, caring demeanor. Not all of the women, but I feel like like, Faith and Teresa kind of have that, like, warmth, like, very, very warm softness to them. Yeah. Um. Not that they're not strong women, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like warm. he also kind of has that, like, sensitive softness to him. And, like, he's kind of connecting with those kinds of women.
0: And Teresa, one thing she said that stuck with me is she got married at 18 i know and then married for i th- uh, I think it was like 40 years plus
1: yeah she said that they were high school sweethearts yeah. and that he got drafted yeah and they got married yeah. so very young i mean when people say that i got married young at 25 i'm gonna be like mm check out my girl Teresa. yeah and it worked so
0: and it worked there and, we go and now she's ready she's she seems to be very ready today she seems to be wildly into gary like she's really into
1: gary oh yeah like yeah. emotionally and sexually she's down for gary <laughs> yeah
0: i i agree well let's first let's talk about the death drive yeah of him, of him out an L, <laughs> la highway at night no head no bachelor you got, you're gonna give this guy a car with with broken headlights
1: i know and honestly <laughs> like i am a little bit of an anxious driver. I don't really like driving. I'm not a good driver. That's for sure. Even with my fake confidence. So like as much as I'm 25 and I can't imagine what it feels like to be in that position at 71. I would have been very, very nervous. Like yeah. I would have been white knuckling the wheel for sure if I was in their position. So I can't even imagine how they felt.
0: There you go. That's it. Remember I said I had a dream last night where I was driving and I lost I lost vision.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's that's the,
1: definitely what that's yeah. from joe
0: golden bachelor is Joe's
1: <laughs> dreaming about golden bachelor Goldie,
0: golden bachelor is now at this point has given me multiple nightmares it's
1: taking over your subconscious this is not the first time you've dreamt about this show i either. know i know it's really impacting your life
0: uh, so teresa and gary they go on a little diner date mm-hmm. it's got that harry met sally vibe very cute a so little cute. a little cheesy but they're having fun. And that's like when people when when you see people like really enjoying themselves, it's fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I feel like when you do a really cheesy date and you could tell the people like aren't really into it. It feels just like a little awkward and forced, but they're both kind of cheesy people. Yeah. And you could just tell like I was like, "Oh, this is so corny, but like She was smiling so big, you could just feel the happiness and excitement like radiating off of her of like how special that night was for her. So that kind of made it less corny and more cute. Yeah,
0: they were honestly, they seemed to both be having the time of their lives. And then after the whole dance and the flash mob, Gary was so happy and just like, Teresa, would you accept this rose? He like gave it to her, like you're my girlfriend. I know. And she was like,
1: yes. Like, oh my God. It was like kind of a movie moment to be honest. Yeah.
0: I wonder if he picks her.
1: Oh, I think she's definitely going far. Like they have a real connection. And I do think the conversation of them talking about um, him losing his wife and her losing her husband, like you definitely see there's a special connection with the women and Gary who have lost their husbands. We see a lot
0: of that this episode. A lot, which, Actually, got
1: really sad, yeah. but like, there's something that they're bonded by, right? And they both understand what that feels like. Yeah,
0: yeah. So let's 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 cut to uh, Franco slash Fabio shoot. You know, <laughs> oh, Franco yeah, yeah, yeah. or Franco and and.
1: Did uh, you ever meet Franco? Have you ever uh, had a date with him? Mm-mm.
0: I actually, I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't. Okay, think so. he
1: was my first group date on the show. Really, and we did a wedding dress date. And it was very similar to this. I feel like this is like a staple in the Bachelor franchise, this date where Franco comes in, everyone runs, picks their outfit. Some people don't like their outfits. They're stressing out. And then you do the photo shoot. And honestly, it's, it's a good, fun, chill first date.
0: Yeah. So we see like, so I would say like the bigger, like, so we see Leslie gets upset that Natasha took her outfit. And you see you, this is like the first time you're starting to see like a little bit of, like, all right,
1: jealousy and competition. Yes, yeah. yes. No, Leslie was rattled yeah. for sure. She was like, "I wanted that outfit. I didn't get it. I'm not feeling my outfit." Screw you, Natasha. And,
0: and Leslie, something I've noticed, and I, I said this. You were watching it. Her voice. She has such a young voice when she talks. If I, if I'm, if I close my eyes and she talks, I feel like I'm listening to a twenty three-year-old
1: she has a really young like voice her, yeah right yeah she does for sure and even just the way she talks like her diction and stuff yeah i feel like makes her sound younger than she is Yeah,
0: she's she's giving west coast i don't know where she's from i don't even think it is west coast but that's what she she's she's giving she's giving
1: she's west, giving west coast. do you even know what that means <laughs> do you even know what you're saying
0: i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> half the time i talk her voice uh, is
1: young it's giving west coast yeah, I don't,
0: what, yeah I don't know what i'm saying <laughs>
2: Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Okay, and then uh, another big part of this date was Nancy getting upset, which we have Nancy coming on the podcast, so we don't need to talk about it too much. But it mm-hmm. was sad. Like thinking about like the last time you did put on a wedding dress was um, when you married your husband. You know, mm-hmm. so that that was that was very sad. I really felt felt for her. But um, anything you want to say?
1: No, I think we could talk to her more about it when she comes on. But it definitely it made absolute sense. Like I could totally imagine putting myself in her shoes and like, you know, we just got married. If I lost you and then I was putting back on a wedding dress, like I can see why she would be really emotional.
0: <sighs> you, Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a rough day for you.
1: <laughs> Don't say that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> why would you say that?
0: Uh, okay. And then that day uh, is never
1: going to come just what, for the record.
0: What did Gary whisper in Leslie's ear? What do you think? I he don't whispered? know, but
1: like Gary, Gary's getting dirty. I feel like
0: I, I don't think Gary gets dirty. I don't think. No? he's I don't think. He's I hope whispering. he does. You think he said something sexual to her?
1: No, I don't. Yeah, I think I don't he know, said something maybe a little flirty. Um, I mean, he started the convo with basically talking about how sexy he thought she was,
0: and he's been. Le- he, I've noticed his um, body language. His body language. He's been leaning in for a lot of a lot of makeouts.
1: Oh yeah, he's getting a lot more comfortable yeah. now, which is great. I also thought that. The way Leslie set up the like, if you want to whisper sweet nothings into my ear, I can hear you and like showed off her hearing aids. I feel like that was so cute. I'm actually surprised that was never used in like a teaser or anything, because I feel like that whole moment really screamed like Golden Bachelor. You know what I mean? Like they both have hearing aids and like let's make out and like bonding over the aging process together, but still feeling like young and in love.
0: So then Joan goes. So then he goes and talks to Joan. And Joan kind of has the same. OK,
1: wait, but not on the group date.
0: Not on the group date. We're so all, now so we're on the next day. Yeah, Next night. Nancy gets the ends up getting the group date rose.
1: Yes, she does. Which that's what I expected. And I think she kind of I think that was the right decision, you know, giving her that additional reassurance. Yeah. yeah. And then we're moving on to the next day. We've got a birthday party for Gary.
0: Yeah. Susan popping out of the cake.
1: I love Susan I love so much. I love Susan, too. Susan, oh, my gosh. Susan's
0: my favorite. Nancy, it's a battle between Nancy and Susan. Well, for they're right different. Now.
1: Like, Nancy is like the one you're like, oh, like, I hope Gary ends up with her. Susan, you're like, I don't know if you're going to end up with Gary, but I just want to watch you do funny shit all the time.
0: I want to try Susan's cooking.
1: Oh, because she talked about um, chicken picante. Yeah,
0: and pepper, sausage and peppers. I want to see what she's... Is she Italian? Yeah, I mean... Or she uh, just
1: likes Italian cookies. Breaking
0: down that meal, she's Italian.
1: Yeah, that's true. She's
0: Italian for sure. She looks Italian. You should send her
1: some of your Sundays with Joe sauce. I should. should, You really should. I
0: should. Um, And then a move out of left field, in my opinion, was Gary, not even her birthday, just goes and gives Ellen... A gift. Do you remember that?
1: I do remember that. And you know what it was giving? It was giving charity, bringing Dotton to like private locations every single group date. Gary being like, I'm just going to give you a beautiful framed photo of the two of us. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Ellen is.
0: Ellen's Dotton.
1: You know how the Ellen's the
0: Dotton of the season. At least
1: right now she is. But you know how in the first episode we were like, we love Faith and Gary also loves Faith. We love Ellen. Gary loves Ellen, too.
0: Gary loves Ellen. Gary's in
1: love with a few women right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: Ellen's great, too.
1: I, I love Ellen. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited for her one-on-one date to get to watch her more.
0: Um. Well, you don't know if she's going to get one. Huh? She
1: is going to get one. I yeah. know it in my heart. And yes. she just has the shiniest hair. She,
0: yeah. Yeah. And she's, yeah, she's 70. I think she's 71.
1: Insane. Yeah. I can't wait to have no, her. She, Hopefully, she comes on the podcast. She now. looks
0: great. And then, yeah, I mentioned before, Joan had the grabbed Gary and had kind of he went into her bedroom and she's kind of has the same story losing her husband her her husband.
1: Semi-recently only two years ago. Yeah, two
0: years ago. That that was what it was. Mm-hmm. That's what stuck with she me. She
1: also has gray yeah. hair. But yeah, a lot of um conversations this episode about the loss of spouses. Yeah. Which is obviously very real and their stories and something that you know, you go through more likely as you get older, but really sad. Listen,
0: this show is fun. There's a lot of joy in it, but it's fucking sad. Yeah, like I was like, by the
1: time we got to, you know, we we had Teresa, then we had Nancy. Yeah. By the time we got to Joan, I was like, oh my gosh, like my heart. It's yeah. so sad. Yeah, but and then it's, it's really... also hopeful. Like maybe they'll find love again here with Gary.
0: And then it really it it, it hurts seeing all these women leave.
1: Oh my god, really, really hurts. And we
0: have three that go home this episode. Peggy,
1: who didn't even get a date this week, actually.
0: Peggy, also, yeah, we don't we we don't see much of Peggy. No. Natasha, who we see a little in this episode, yeah,
1: she's beautiful. She has such a vibrant personality, but I don't really see her with Gary.
0: She's Natasha's going to be fine. Natasha is is still like she's going out. Like oh my god, yeah, yeah. She, her her personality is 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 so big like she she's great
1: yes she has a very very youthful personality yeah. like she's a young spirit yeah. and a very just like vibrant warm personality yeah. i like her if there was a bachelor in- Golden Paradise, I think she would be so good on it.
0: You think they'll do that?
1: I hope so. No, but yeah. I think it maybe not this year. Maybe one day. And then we saw Jeannie go home as yeah, well.
0: She was sad too. I think she yeah. it seemed that she, she really looks
1: like someone. She looks like an actress and I can't put my finger on it. Very like seventies vibe. I don't know. You're good with because I, I
0: I know too. I know, but I can't. Do you agree? Like I there's so yeah, But like. I can't I can't. Take my brain there and do this podcast at the same time. But, okay,
1: maybe later. But I so, will figure that out. Something we did see during the rose ceremony because Faith didn't get a date that week. She got the first impression rose, but she wasn't on the group date. Mm. Um, is she's definitely struggling with some major insecurities um, at the rose ceremony, feeling like she might be going home. And I kind of just want to shake her and be like, Faith, like you're. It's okay, you're good. But I totally understand how she can get in her head. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like she was even feeling those insecurities night one of like comparing herself to the other women.
0: And it's more like think about it, like a lot of these women have taken years and years off of even dating. And when you compare it to the bachelorette or bachelor, most people that go on the show, they're obviously single, but they're most likely actively dating. So. They kind of get it, especially in today's day and age. Like, you get that you go on dates and like you're on dating apps and people are talking to multiple people. Where you know, these women step into this situation, they haven't dated in so long, mm-hmm. and then it's like, Whoa, what's happening? He likes someone else too. Like, yeah, it's no, not me, not you know,
1: that's true. That's true. Like, I feel like the structure of dating has changed so much, and like. For my friends, at least, like a lot of the time they're dating multiple guys at the same time, trying to figure out who they like best yeah. before they like settle down. And like, who knows if that was kind of what these you women better were slow used down. To.
0: Your friends might be listening to this, like, you just fucking outed me.
1: No, I'll out them all they want. <laughs> I'm sure the guys they're dating are dating multiple yeah. girls. That's just how, that's how dating no, kind of works these no, days. I know,
0: I know, I know. I know. That's like the preparation these women have to date someone who is dating multiple women and potentially going to fall in love with multiple women is like zero. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: Okay. So that wraps that episode. Can't wait to see three. um, And we are looking forward. So forward to see having Nancy on the podcast. I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, Let's get into bachelor paradise.
1: Let's do it. I feel like my first note
0: is will loves Kylie.
1: My first note is is Will is obsessed with Kylie. (laughs) Olivia is pissed. Yeah. Um, I feel like this episode, we got to integrate a little more action than we did in the first one. Like, I feel like the first one, we really focused on that love triangle, which obviously was a big story. But this one, we got to see a little more of, like, Kat and Braden, Rachel and Ken, like, a few of the other relationships.
0: Yeah.
1: And I like that. It just kind of you know, made it feel a little more dynamic of an episode.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I was so like the beginning we see Ava and comes in, you know, Kylie wants to go on the date. You were not sure if he's going to ask her, but he ends up asking her. One thing that I noted was where was Rachel when Avon came down?
1: Yeah, I thought for sure we would get to see some sort of like conversation Me with Avon and Rachel. I mean, they acknowledge that like weird ending to their relationship. Um, Jesse did before I even went down, I believe. Yeah. So I thought for sure we were going to get some sort of like convo between them, but maybe there wasn't one or maybe it happened and it just kind of wasn't really anything we needed to see.
0: Yeah. Or maybe they, I'm assuming they hashed it out before they uh, came to the beach. Yeah.
1: yeah potentially. So but, that, or maybe next week we'll see them interact and it's just kind of been like a slow build.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So before, uh, so Avan ends up asking Kylie on the date. We see the date. They go on a boat. Um, but back.
1: I will say I felt a little bad for Olivia here because two days in a row now she's liked a guy and they've picked Kylie, and that's gotta suck.
0: I feel a, bad for Olivia a little too in that sense, but also she's really pushing this like karma. Like I, I need to get even. Like yeah, ha she's ha. being
1: a little nasty about it. it.
0: It's not. It's just like it for her petty. for her sake it's like you like move the fuck on like he this guy you and this guy kissed in the first two hours of paradise like if you want this process to work you have to focus on yourself and mm-hmm. stop worrying about kylie getting screwed over
1: yes you that's know and,
0: true. and that that's That's where I have that's my issue with Olivia. You think
1: that like all of her actions now are kind of based around like revenge for Kylie, and you kind of want to be like Olivia, just like mind your business and like focus on your story, exactly.
0: Yeah, and and try to find try to meet someone else and and try to find the connection. Um, But I do feel for her because she uh, obviously she wants to go out with Avon, but Avon doesn't ask her. We see those two on a boat.
1: What did you think of the date?
0: It's just kind of like it just seems like yeah they like each other. They both seem to. Um, be waiting for each other.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. There wasn't... There wasn't much. As much of like a big spark between them as I thought. Like they seem committed to each other. They seem into each other. But like I didn't get that like fun, exciting, like romantic boat day that I thought I was going to. I think they might have been nervous. I think she was nervous.
0: Yeah. And also, I don't know. Like they said they didn't talk prior. And I actually believe Kylie when she says that. But... Maybe it's just because, like, they were waiting, like, she was waiting yeah. to see him. And
1: they, like, really hyped it up in their minds. And I
0: feel like you see more of the spark when it's two people that weren't gunning for each other. Right.
1: There's this, like, oh, like, excitement of, oh my gosh, like, I yeah. just met someone that I wasn't expecting to meet. Exactly. And, like, had this connection with them.
0: And then back at the beach, Aaron B. is now talking to Eliza. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He was the day before talking to Mercedes, and he tells Eliza, I kissed Mercedes yesterday. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Eliza freaks out, which in her case, rightfully so. She did have a rough go.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm the first to be like, okay, that's a little... Dramatic, but it, this one was not. Yeah, she I was agree. not. Like, if you didn't watch last season of Paradise, we're here to vouch for Eliza. We were, we watched the whole season. We were there for the live reunion of Paradise. She had a very hard time and yeah. she made some bad choices. Yeah. But she also, like, it was a lot. It was really emotional, a lot of intense emotions on all three of the Love Triangles parts Eliza, Rodney, and Justin. So, like, I am. Like my heart is going out to her watching this and seeing how emotional she is, finding out that she might be a part of another love triangle. Yeah,
0: I I couldn't agree more. And then we have Rachel is Rachel's the narrator of Paradise. Which she's doing
1: a great job. Narrating I'm not mad the show. at.
0: I actually think she's doing a great job. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay, wait, can we go back to the Aaron B Eliza stuff and talk about it a little more though? Yeah, yeah, because. Eliza starts crying to Aaron, basically, and is just saying like she's panicking. She's yeah. fully panicking. Like, oh, my God, I'm in a love triangle again. Also, What's happening? Uh, Aaron
0: B, in his defense, I, he really hasn't done anything wrong like him. I, he told her, I would say most people in his situation would have waited to get called out for that.
1: Maybe, yes, but like I will say Eliza, and I wrote this down, kept saying like, you know, you didn't have to tell me that you kissed Mercedes last night, but like you did and that means something. No, he didn't have to tell you, but like he should. He would be stupid to not tell you, (laughs) and he should tell you. It would be really rude if he didn't. A bunch of people on this beach know. Mercedes knows. The girls know. Some of the guys know. Like, if he was like just withholding that information from her, I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, it's kind of just really And it's also and honestly, I, I, I said he foot. didn't do She's anything to find out from someone else.
0: And I said, he didn't do anything wrong, but I mean, he is kind of screwing over Mercedes. If they did, if they were basically hanging out the day before the whole day, mm-hmm. and then he just jumps ship without having that conversation with her. Like, is that if I, if I put myself in that situation and I'm talking to Mercedes the entire day before and we end up kissing. And then the next day I want to explore something with Eliza. I'm going to have that conversation.
1: I think what might have happened, though, just to look at it from a different perspective, is maybe he had a good night with Mercedes, but was still had curiosity about Eliza and just kind of wanted to chat, see where it went. And there might have been no connection there. You know what I mean? And then he would have maybe continued to explore things with Mercedes. And I think it looked like as the day went on, he... Kind of decided mm, I'm more into Eliza and that's why he told her I kissed Mercedes last night. Yeah,
0: sure. But he. Sh- but
1: so, like, wh- as but, like, that
0: connection's happening, maybe grab Mercedes and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm also exploring other things on this beach.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, mean, they have the
0: whole day. There's nothing. We've been there. There's nothing to do. Yeah. You could have that conversation. That's
1: true. I think once he realized like, oh, I'm really into Eliza, it might have been good to just be like just to be clear here, like I'm exploring my options. You should explore your options. And maybe we like touch base at the end of the night on For if sure. we want to continue this or not. Like, I don't know. It's such a weird dynamic. But um,
0: it is hard. Okay.
1: He said something. He was like seeing Eliza's tears on her face. I realized how connected she feels to me. Yeah. I want to be like, Aaron, man, she's not crying over her yeah. love for you. <laughs> like <laughs> she's funny. crying for her past trauma. I think yeah. you're misunderstanding the point of the combo. But I like them together as a couple. I'm excited to see where their relationship goes. Yeah, me. Very good looking couple. They seem to get along.
2: Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Brayden and Kat seem very uh, cute together.
1: They are cute together. Like them. Very likable. Jess and Blake We're not seeing a ton of them. They seem pretty chill, just like mellow, slowly seeing where things go, which is a great way to take paradise. Uh, yeah. What?
0: It is. I mean, that's kind of how we did it, but, but you do then have to, you eventually have to make up your mind.
1: Totally. But I mean, it's day two. They haven't even had a rose ceremony yet, you know?
0: True. Let's jump to, so Hannah Brown comes down. So Hannah Brown, uh, Maybe the most popular bachelorette the show's had
1: ever, potentially.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, she's up there for sure. She comes down now. Yeah. This 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 was a little strange because she's in a committed relationship. Now she's engaged. Um, But I guess if you don't follow her, you may not know.
1: I have some thoughts on this. (laughs) First of all, there's a definitely people down there who don't know if she's single or not, like genuinely have no idea if this girl's in a relationship or she's single. There's people down there that after a while, I think, started to convince themselves that maybe she was single, like newly single. But like we've got Jess and Kat who are doing interviews who clearly know who she is, who clearly have watched the show and are fans of Hannah Brown. They've got to know she's got a boyfriend, yeah. right? Do you think they just got paranoid and started to be like, "Oh shoot, maybe they're not together anymore?"
0: Yeah, because think about how how long time feels when you're in paradise and mm-hmm. then like, you know, we fly out there, you're 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 waiting for however many days to go down to the beach. You're not we don't have our phones, mm-hmm. so you're not connected. Who knows if they've, you know, a month, you know, if they even looked at Hannah Brown social for a few months. So yeah. they really might be like, well, I thought she was. Yeah, but maybe they maybe broke up a few months yeah. ago and
1: I missed it. And yeah. now she's here to date. That's true. I think that the reaction from the contestants, you can kind of justify, but it's not going to resonate with the viewers as much. At least it didn't really resonate with us because in real time, we know that Hannah Brown is... engaged Engaged. living in nashville with her fiance (laughs) so it was kind of hard to be like what is she doing here like obviously we all know she's not here to date so it like went on kind of long when we already know what the outcome was going to be which you know she's there with the date card she's obviously not using it she's going to give it to someone else it's just a matter of who for
0: sure for sure and then she does which i love this and i was i was jealous of this because this seemed like a fun date to host uh she does the bonfire with the burning questions the the my biggest note is just like lie like you guys don't have to you guys don't have to answer all these questions
1: we just need like a politician to come on this show like (laughs) when when hannah brown asked kat like Is there anyone you're, you know, interested in seeing? And she's been making it with Brayden for two days straight. You don't have to name two other names, Kat. You can just say, you know what? There was some people I was interested in seeing. I'm really enjoying my time with Brayden right now and excited to see where that goes. But it's still new. And, you know, we're both still open. Done. So we'll see what happens.
0: Done, yeah. Instead,
1: she named two dudes yeah. that she and wants she was to freaking. meet.
0: When she asked, she's like, I can't believe she asked me this question. I guess I got to answer. <laughs> and then you see Hannah Brown, who's like, oh my God, they are just going to answer everything I ask <laughs> him? Okay, let's go. She was it so was, good. Like, yeah.
1: shout out to Hannah. And we are excited to have her on this podcast to talk about it more. She did such a good job with the truth circle. Like, she yeah. just got so much. I don't know if it's like, her demeanor that was doing it, either like I, I feel like they were just like, I guess I have to tell her, like, yeah, she must have like that, like, um, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, just a personality that people yeah, want to open up yeah, to her
0: persona, like, she's just she's it, she, and a lot of the girls down there, and I'm sure some of the guys are are, are fans of her, so yes, and they're kind of like, well, if it's Hannah Brown asking. I gotta answer. I can't lie to I Hannah. Can't, I can't lie. It to was her. craziness. But uh, that's a I great really power. liked it.
1: And honestly, like it just makes for more interesting TV when they do answer. Honestly, oh, yeah. it kind of gives us an idea of like who might be coming down when they do, if that's gonna kind of stir up certain relationships. Like it it's yeah. a little bit of foreshadowing for the viewers and like it gives insight into how strong certain relationships are also can we talk about hot sean um being like oh i'm interested in jess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's
1: like sean she's like locked in with blake and you've been hanging out with rachel for two days
0: he's still shooting his shot he's, hot shot is
1: always hot Sean jumped out of the daybed to go introduce himself to hannah brown like he will never stop shooting his shot i, li- I, li- I, like, it. F- I like i like it i
0: like he's hot actually sean.
1: done a good job of narrating too. him and rachel are Really narrating the show. And I don't think it's that serious between them. No. From the conversation we see, they're both open to exploring other things. So, like, it's kind of a fun dynamic duo.
0: I agree. I agree. And I would say that the last, um, well, I guess there's two more parts. We'll, we'll touch a little bit on Will and, and is now kind of talking to Mercedes and really he like breaks down when she tells him like she's interested in him. Um, is it Will's having yeah. a rough go right now in paradise?
1: Will is quite. Tired and hot and emotional. Yeah. Um, and of just a sensitive soul. Will he just, just is wants a sensitive soul. Yeah. He's a very sweet guy. I was actually a little surprised Mercedes went for Will because Kylie and her are like best friends.
0: Yeah, but Kylie doesn't care. And Mercedes needs a rose. The men have 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 a rose. So That's she true. needs a rose.
1: And also like Kylie and Mercedes are different but like have similarities. Like yep. they're best friends, they always have things in common. So maybe Kylie was like look like I didn't feel it with him but like if he was into me I think you guys could have a connection and if you're interested like go for it
0: I think that's definitely what happened Yeah, uh, and then we have a little bit of drama which was fun to watch
1: Oh um, yeah, that was great. Aaron S really stepped up as the shining star of this episode. Yeah,
0: I really enjoyed that. I can't that. wait to see more I of him. I really enjoyed that at the end. Um,
1: he was such a hothead on The Bachelorette. I couldn't really like get behind him. It didn't really resonate with me. But in Paradise, I was like, oh my God, where's this guy been? I'm so excited to watch more of him. Yeah, this it is was, so entertaining. It was
0: great because so Pete, uh Pete the Night One pilot, uh grabbed. The girl that Aaron S is talking about, yes, uh, Sam. Sam, yeah, the Samantha. Samantha. So grab, uh, Pete grabs Samantha. It basically, like shoots a shot, but also tries to take down Aaron S at the same time. He's which like is always a shitty move.
1: Yes, if you're gonna shoot your shot with someone, don't use the technique of like putting down the person yeah. that they're already kind of talking to as a way of like building yourself up like there's nothing worse than building yourself up by putting someone else down and like he kept talking about how like mature sam is if she's that mature dude she's gonna see through this yeah and like she's probably like i'm capable of deciding if someone's mature or not i don't need you like telling me in a backhanded weird ass way that the guy i'm into is immature like that's immature
0: Pete reminds me so much of
1: aaron clancy
0: no 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 uh Pete reminds me of uh, White Lotus season one.
1: Oh yes. Wait. Who did I say? Oh no, no, no. I said um, Aaron S
0: reminds Aaron you S of the, you know, reminds
1: me of Aaron Clancy. Yeah, but Sorry. A-
0: Aaron S was great because he got wind of it and called Pete out right away, which um, is. The right move, and also makes for great TV.
1: So, also like just the way he confronted him was so spicy. Yeah,
0: he, he was, was like, like, I was like, these guys, they're gonna like, he's he's gonna fight him.
1: He was like, I'll do this in front of the girl and embarrass you right here, right now, <laughs> yeah. or you could step aside and talk to me. I was like, whoa, yeah, let's, let's go. go.
0: This is fun. Uh, yeah, so I think that that basically that wraps both both shows. Yeah,
1: yeah, we had the rose ceremony. We saw um, Brooklyn, Cat, and Greer. Greer and and we hear
0: Greer's exit in and she's the only one we heard and it was sad I actually felt felt for her yeah
1: actually exit interviews don't always hit me in my feels but hers really got me like I just think that she really wanted to find someone when she came down there and still really wants to find someone and I hope she does yeah she was someone that I actually thought had a good chance of finding love in paradise I think her dude just wasn't on the beach like the person she's meant to be with
3: yeah, yeah
1: you know like there yeah. was no one i saw her with down there i agree but i think if she were to come back maybe for another season she could maybe find someone she'll definitely find love
0: you think she comes back i can see her coming back
1: i don't know maybe if she's still single
0: it's hard it's it is it is um yeah i would hate to go home the, the first day in paradise because it is different from bachelor and bachelorette because there are you know, there's more people coming down.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like if you go home night one on The Bachelor, it's like, oh, this just wasn't my person. Whereas exactly. if you go home night one on Paradise, you've got to always wonder, like, well, what if next week someone came down, or the week after someone came that down, been into me. That would have been into me. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe or they, they would have been into. Yeah. yeah, I guess there's just there's just no way around that. People people so have to go home. People
1: have to go home. That's the premise of the show.
0: Uh, and then who did who did Pete give his rose to? Olivia. Olivia and that's how Olivia is still there
1: yes I don't think there's really a connection between the two of them do
0: we think Olivia is going to find someone
1: I don't know it's hard like I think that she has kind of been sucked into a bad mentality because of what happened to her on the first day and she doesn't really seem to have snapped out of that yet so I think that that could potentially negatively impact her ability to find a relationship but at the same time you have to remember, like, girls are coming down next week.
0: She's got to. Well, no, no, guys are.
1: No, girls are. Guys Girl. came down this week. Avon came down and then. No, but oh, OK. Wait.
0: Yeah, because think about it, right? Women now have the roses.
1: Oh, you're right. So, so guys, guys are do come, come down. Yeah,
0: guys are going to come down. So you're she's right. got two weeks to figure it out. OK, um, so
1: maybe next week someone will come down that she really hits it off with. Yeah. Which would be great.
0: I think so. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Um, But yeah, that that should wrap both episodes. And we're very excited. We're going to have, like we said, we have Nancy and we're getting Hannah Brown on. And I can't wait for Hannah to really break down what went down in that truth. Me too.
1: I want to know if there was anything she asked or anything Juicy said that didn't get shown. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. Or like any like weird tension she sensed on the beach. Same.
0: Um, Okay. You guys, uh, that's it for for this episode make sure you subscribe to bachelor happy hour and stay tuned later this week because we will be dropping both interviews hannah brown and nancy
1: yeah we're so excited be sure to tune in to that golden bachelor and bachelor in paradise every thursday be sure to tune in to bachelor happy hour and
5: we will talk to you soon bye bye for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
2: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs in schools.
3: They held us in dog cages. They starved us, they beat us